Pastor Chuk Sogoye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye. Hi, welcome. Good evening. I am so delighted to have you on the broadcast for another beautiful midweek evening tonight is episode number 43 in our series of studies understanding the goodness of god uh we are 42 lessons deep tonight is the 43rd one and we've been studying on the goodness of god one of the attributes of almighty god and yesterday i started a thought uh regarding the goodness of god as a good father this sunday and i believe this whole week we are celebrating Father's Sunday and then, of course, Father's Week. And I wanted to show us from God's word the goodness of God our Father. Where do earthly fathers learn how to be a good father from? It's from the Heavenly Father. Where do we learn fathering? How do we learn how to be a perfect father? It's by looking at our Father in heaven. And as we look at him intently, we are able to catch the spirit of fathering. And we are able to father properly. In other words, if anybody is going to be a good father on the earth, he must learn from the good father in heaven. Let me say that again. If anybody is going to be a good father on the earth, he has to learn from the good father in heaven. And, and his word is our guide. His word paints the picture. His word gives us the, the pattern that his word shows us the prototype uh, how the father in heaven fathers his whole creation the whole of humanity the whole of creation and that we can learn from him how he fathers his children the same way we can learn to father our own children all right can we get into god's word tonight father we thank you for an opportunity to fellowship around your word holy spirit we ask that you breathe on this uh, uh, fellowship in the word of God tonight and bless somebody or shift somebody to another level by reason of what they will understand what they will catch in the spirit in the name of Jesus our father reveal your fatherhood to us Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen. Amen oh yes I feel like going somewhere um, to start from tonight Romans chapter 8 Romans chapter 8 the Bible says uh, I read at verse 19. It says, For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Of the revealing of the sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 19. The revealing of the children of God. When you speak about children, you are indirectly speaking about the father because there is no child without the father. So when the Bible says that the expectation of all creation is waiting for the un unveiling of the children of God, the unveiling, the revealing, the manifestation 
of the children of God. It's talking about a child of God is someone who has received fathering from God. Oh yes, you can't be a child of God without receiving the fathering of God. Uh, you know, it's not every human being that is on the earth that is a child of God. People make that mistake and say, no, the father, God is the father of us all. No, Jesus actually calls some people children of the devil. You are sons of your father, the devil. So Jesus drew a, a line in the sand and de demarcated that some people are children of God, some people are children of the devil. He did it. And, and what makes us, makes us a child of God is that we have come into the family of God and we have been reborn by the Spirit of God. We have been reborn by, by the power of God. Uh, th that's what makes us children of God. That's what makes us uh, the, the Father in heaven being our Father. So when the Bible says that the, the creation is waiting for the unveiling, the unmasking, the, uh, the manifestation, the uh, exposure of the children of God, it's talking about something that has to do with the way they have been fathered. Now, can I suggest to you that we are in a season when the fatherhood of God is being revealed among the sons of men so that the sons of men become the sons of God. It's the fatherhood of God that causes the sons of men to become the sons of God. In other words, the more the sons of men connect with the fathering and the fatherhood of God, the more they become the children of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so, so we are in a season that the father wants to reveal his fatherhood by the way he cares for his children, by the way he looks out for his children. So as many of his children that understand his intentions, that understand his desire to father them, to look after them, to, to, to nurture them, and open up, and open up to his love, then they will unfold as children of God. So the more I receive fathering, the more I become a manifestation of a child of God. The more I, the hand of God is upon my life. How do you know that a child is being fathered by a certain individual? You see the effect on the lives of the child. You see, it's difficult to say that my father is a billionaire and I am living on the streets. People won't believe it. I am not receiving proper fathering from him. For whatever reason, either that I ran away or he is irresponsible. The proof that I am his child is going to be seen in the quality of life, in the quality of clothes, in the quality of food. Because if my father is wealthy, it's going to show in my life. So, so the, the fatherhood of, of my, my folks will be seen in the quality of life that I, 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 I manifest. So if the father in heaven is my father, it is because this fatherhood, his fathering is being seen in my experience. And, and, and it's because I understand it and I receive it and I allow him to father me. I hear somebody, I hear the Spirit of God saying to somebody tonight, allow me to father you. Allow me to show you how awesomely good I am as a father. Allow me to pour out my love in your life to show you my amazing, amazing capacity as a father. Because I want to show you my love. Somebody received the love of God tonight. He wants to show you that he loves you. And he wants you to be a manifestation of his love. So that you, when you say, I'm a child of God, people can see the mark 
everywhere around you. The quality of life you live, the quality of health, the quality everything around you, your character shows that you are a child of God. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So I want us to take it further tonight. One of the qualities of the father that earthly fathers need to emulate is that the father has the best intentions and the best interests of his children at heart. The best intentions, the best interests of his children at heart. So God wants to give you the best. Nothing less than the best. That's how much he loves you. He's not willing to give you less than the best. He wants to give you the best. If you settle for less than the best, it's not because the father didn't offer you. It's because you are naughty and you are rebellious and you are stubborn to accept and settle for less than the best. I want to show you scriptures to prove what I'm saying. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6. The Bible says, but when you pray, but you, when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So he says, take your desires and let him know in your secret place when no one else is watching, when no one else is listening, when no one else is paying attention. Take your desires and place before him and he says, he that listen to you in private will reward you publicly. Why would he reward you publicly? Because he wants the world to see his hand on your life. He, he wants the world to see his fatherhood upon you. Let me say to somebody today, God wants the world to see the kind of father he is to you. So would you trust him in the secret place to make your desires known, he wants to give you the best. Because he wants to showcase you to the world. The Bible says that, that he, he wants to place us as a lampstand set on a hill that cannot be hidden. He wants to display you. He wants to display his glory in your life. He wants to give you the best. What makes you a light that's set on a hill is the best. Because a light set on a hill means that everybody can see it. Everybody. So, so he distinguishes you by the quality of blessing. And that quality of blessing is what stands you out to everybody. He wants you to be a light set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Because he wants to give you the best. So he says, come to me in private and, and lay your request. And then I'm going to bless you and reward you publicly. In other words, I'm going to give you the best so that everybody can see it so that you can stand out. That's what the father wants to do for every one of his children. All earthly fathers who desire to do good for their children, that instinct came from the father in heaven. And if you're an earthly father and you are not desirous of the best for your children, it's because you're broken. Allow God to heal you and you will see that your desire for your children shifts. If you're an earthly father who has um, um, absconded and you have walked away from your children and you're not even wanting anything to do with them, not even talk of giving them the best, that behavior is abnormal. It's, it's brokenness that has caused it. 
And I, I want you to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you. He wants to heal you and give you the best so that you can give your children the best. Hallelujah. He wants to pour out the best in your life so that you can give your children the best. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, verse 38, 32. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. The Father wants to give you the best so that your children can have the best of God through you. Remember that you are a representative of God to, to your children. Do you know that the first, the first revelation or the first manifestation of the Father God that your children will experience is you? And this is the reason why many of us are struggling today to believe the love of the Father in heaven because our earthly fathers abused us, neglected us, rejected us, you know, treated us badly. So we struggle. They lied to us. They couldn't keep their promises. So we struggle to believe the promises of God. We struggle to believe the word of God and what God says. We struggle basically to receive the love of the Father in heaven because the love of the fathers on earth were shaky, were broken, were, were compromised, were contaminated. So that has given us a, a bad taste. So we struggle now to receive the love of the Father. But the Father wants to change all of that. So if you have received love from the Father, you will in turn pour out that love to the people around you. So to the extent to which you are not kind, the reason is you have not received kindness. To the extent to which you are rude is <laughs> because you have not received the amazing love of God. Remember the Bible says that love is not rude. Love does not act itself unbecomingly. So any person who has truly receive the love of God. You see it in the way they, they comport themselves and the way they behave. So see someone who is crass, someone who is rude, someone, no, they have not received the love of God. The love of God transforms you that you begin to manifest as you have been imparted. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. The Bible says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? God had an only son. His name is Jesus. He is the best that God has. When God wanted to bless humanity with a, with a gift, he gave humanity his best, his son. And he said, if he did not spare the best that he had, and he poured out the life of his son for you. How will he not with him freely? He is our ticket to the best things in life. Freely give us all things through him. He's our ticket. So if the heavenly father gave his best, every earthly father must learn from that to give your best. Give your best, your best investment to your children. Give your best life to your children. Your best of time to your children. Your Heavenly Father gave you the best. You have to give as you have received from the Heavenly Father. So if you're struggling to give your best, I can see where it's coming from. It's coming from the fact that you haven't received it from the Father. Because when we receive from the Father, there is an outpouring and it overflows. Because if it comes from the Father, it comes, listen, if it comes from the Father, it comes in the size of the Father. So when it comes from the Father, your cup must run over. 
There is no cup anywhere. There's no capacity anywhere that can contain anything that comes from the Father. It's not possible. Because the Father is infinite. So when I receive it from the Father, it causes my cup to run over. And when my cup runs over, then it can spill over to the people around me. The overflowing life is the result of allowing the Father to pour into you. So when the Father pours love into you, your, your capacity will overflow and love will flow out from you and reach everybody else. Hallelujah. When you receive the love of God, when you receive forgiveness, you'll find out that forgiveness overflows from you and you're able to be forgiven towards everybody else. You're able to be merciful towards everybody because of what you have received. The, 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 the extent to which you receive what the Father pours into you, it will manifest in how it overflows from you to everybody around you. So if you're not manifesting love to people around you, let me tell you why. You haven't received it from the Father. So, so instead of crying and being despondent and beating yourself, why don't you go to the Father and say, Lord, pour your love on me. Pour your, oh yes, pour your love on me. You see, you see if you have received that love, it will heal you. It will restore you on the inside. And you find yourself pouring love to other people. But you see, when you feel the Father rejected you, you end up rejecting other people. You end up pouring out rejection. They say hurting people hurt others. The reason? Because you give what you have. But heal people, heal others. Hallelujah. Heal people, heal others. Restore people, restore others. The Bible said, by the comfort wherewith you are comforted, you are going to be able to comfort others. Why? Because if you receive comfort from God, it will be more than enough for you and overflow into other people. Because he anoints my head with oil and my cup runs over. If it comes from God, your cup must run over. Let me show it again. If it's coming from God, your cup must run over. Because the Father does not give less than running over. Hallelujah. So, desire to receive the un unquenching, unquenchable, uh, um, um, uncontainable love from the Father then it can flow from you to the people around you. Hallelujah. And, and, and can I even extend this truth? When you see somebody who is behaving in a self-destructive way or who is behaving in an abusive way, do you know why they are being abusive to other people? Because they, have, they are hurting. They are hurting. That's why they are being abusive. They are, they are messed up. That's why they are being abusive. So instead of you know, um, blaming them and, you know, condemning them. Why don't you pray for them to be healed? Why don't you pray for them that their hurt inside will be healed? Because the moment they are healed on the inside, they will manifest healing. They will, they will pour out healing. They will express healing. When they are restored, they will express restoration. When they have received mercy, they will give mercy to other people. So when you see people who are wicked or very mean or very heartless, the only reason... They haven't received the love of God. The love of the Father has not entered. And that's why they're behaving like that. When you see people who are very insecure, can I tell you where the insecurity coming from? is coming from? They haven't received the love of God. So the only thing you can do is to pray for them. The Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. All fear. When the perfect love of the Father is poured out inside... So for every father who is out there hurting today and you are, you are hurting your children and you are afflicting them, you are hurting their mother, you, are, you, know, you know it. This is your opportunity to say, Lord, I, 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 don't want to, I don't want to overflow hurt. 
I want to overflow the best. I want to receive love. Heal me. Listen, the Bible says, ask and you shall receive. Seek, you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So why don't you reach out to the Father and say, Lord, show me your goodness. Show me your mercy. I receive your mercy. Oh, somebody needs to pray that prayer right now. Say, Lord, I receive your mercy. I receive an outpouring into my heart. I receive an installation of your mercy and your kindness in my heart. Let the love of God go in and change. You see, a story is told in Luke chapter 19 of a, a man who was very mean and he was an extortioner his name was Zacchaeus he was an extortioner and he was extorting people for money I mean extorting people for money and just maltreating people but he had an encounter with Jesus he had an encounter with Jesus that changed him from the inside and what was the effect of that he said to Jesus in the night that Jesus spent in his house, after he received forgiveness, after he received the ministry of Jesus, after he received the love of the Father, he said, if I've wronged anyone, if I have ever taken money from anybody, I am going to restore to them four times. That's what happens when we are healed, when we are restored, when we receive the best of God's love, we are able to extend love to the people around us. We are able to make restitution for the people who have wronged. Somebody tonight, God is wanting to heal you. Or oh, hear the voice of the Spirit of God in my voice. God wants to heal you. And as he heals you tonight, you're going to go to the people you've wronged, to the people that you have maltreated, and go and ask for forgiveness. And God has said to them, I have received the forgiveness of God and I'm asking you to forgive me for what I did to you. I'm asking you to forgive me for how I maltreated you. Well, somebody needs to go tonight after you have received the love of God to go and reach out to the people that you have wronged and let them, and let them um, 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 receive, receive the love that you gave. Let them extend forgiveness to you because you've gone to ask for mercy. Because now you have received mercy, you can give of love to other people hallelujah so god has the best interest your best interest at heart look at um, 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 matthew chapter 7 verse 11 look at what the bible says if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him give good things to those who ask him what is the best thing that you can ever ask from the Father? Himself. God, fill me with you. The Bible speaks of us being filled with the fullness of God. Lord, fill me with you. When you pray tonight, Lord, fill me with you. Open your mouth and just say that. Lord, fill me with the fullness of God. Fill me with you. Fill my heart. Fill my emotion. Fill every aspect of my being with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when you're filled with God, then you can give God to people. God is love. When you're filled with God, then you can only give love to people. Not hurt, not abuse, not meanness, not wickedness, not rudeness, but God. Oh, somebody needs to pray that prayer. Fill me with you so that I can give you to everybody in my world. That all that comes out of me is kindness. All that comes out of me is love. All that comes out of me is goodness because I have received a full, a, a full dose of the goodness of God. Hallelujah. All right, let me go to the next one. I think I'm going to try and round up on that one for tonight. I'll continue tomorrow. 
The father's passion and love for his children causes him to discipline his children. The Bible says only a bastard that is not disciplined. Because why do we why do we need to be disciplined? Because we need to be corrected and we need to be set in the right way. The Bible says that foolishness is locked in in the heart of a child. But a rod of correction drives it. A child starts with foolishness. But as a child is being corrected, they become wise. None of us is wise without the correction of the fathers that were in our lives. And the Bible says, the father loves you enough to correct you. Now, I know that there are a lot of people who, who believe all sorts of things about the correction of God and the discipline of God. But let me settle it once again tonight from Scripture. How God disciplines his children. How God corrects his children. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. The Bible says, all Scripture, all, I want you to underline that word, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. All scripture is profitable for doctrine. All scripture is, is for reproof. All scripture is for correction. All scripture is for instruction in righteousness. What God, does God use to correct his people? The word of God. The word of God. And see, he wants to correct us by his word. It is only when we are not listening and paying attention for him to correct us by his word that now, because of our error, our circumstances has to deal with us. And when our circumstances are dealing with us, we think it's God. No. No, it's not God dealing with us with our circumstances. It is the consequence of our not being corrected. So we are the ones who activated circumstances to deal with us. Now, God is able to walk through circumstances to bring forth our good. But that is not his desired and preferred means. He prefers to correct you by his word. He prefers to correct you by his word. See, I am raising a child in my house. I prefer to correct him by speaking to him. I don't like to engage Corporal punishment or the the shambok. In fact, since since he was born, I think I've only smacked him maybe three times. And it's not necessary because he listens to words. I prefer to use words to correct him rather than to you know um, exact any other kind of discipline. And I believe that's how the father, the father prefers to speak to us. So hear this, hear this, child of God. If you are not paying attention to his word, if you are not paying attention, hear this, to spend time in his word so that he can speak to you from his word to correct you, you are going to have to deal with circumstances that are adverse and it's not God. In other words, if you don't make out time and create a ritual of allowing God to speak to you by his word and correct you and fix your heart by having personal devotion time by having times when you meditate on god's word and let his word wash you and let his word cleanse you you are going to have to deal with adversity and circumstances around you 
which are responding to the, 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 the compromise in you. But if you, the Bible says, he that judges himself is judge of no man. So when you judge yourself by the word, and you make the, what does it mean to judge? To say, no, this was wrong. I, I repent. I make the correction. Because the word of God has shown you that. And you have allowed it to work deep inside of you and say, no, no, no. I make, I make correction. I make amends. Just like Zacchaeus did. Zacchaeus, you know, on that night that Jesus spent in his house for dinner, he realized, no, I've been wrong. To extort people, to abuse people, to collect money from people fraudulently, I've been wrong. No, no, no. I'm going to make correction now. So, he went on to make corrections. He said it to Jesus. If I have wronged anybody, I'm a, I am willing to give them four times back. Now, do you think that a person who had made that kind of decision needs circumstances to show them how to be honest, show them how to be straightforward? No, he's already decided I'm going to be straightforward. He's already decided I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sort myself out on all the people that I've wronged. So he doesn't need circumstances to do it for him anymore. In fact, when you take that posture, you see the power of God coming to help you. Because, ask the question, how is he going to be able to give four times back what he stole? Or what he took from people fraudulently? If the, if the, if the hand of God doesn't come on his finances, he's going to die broke. He's going to die, you know, penniless. But you see, when a person takes a posture like that, the power of God, the hand of God comes in to help you. Because only the love of God and only the power of God can help you showcase the love of God and the power of God. So, you, we, we, we need <laughs> to get it. The Father wants to correct you with words. And can I say to every father out there, if we learn to receive correction from God through his word and we respond, the Bible speaks of those who tremble at the word of God. What does it mean to tremble at the word of God? You respond. To tremble means to be sensitive to the word. You respond. You act. You, you don't just hear and then he enters one ear and leaves the other. No, you act. You respond. You fix what needs to be fixed. The Bible says, blessed are those who tremble at the word. If you tremble at the word of God, the, 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 the blessing comes in those who tremble at the word are those who God will use to help other people, to correct other people. So, Father, dear Father out there, are you trembling? Are you a trembler at the word of God? Do you find time for, for God to speak to you from his word? Do you find time to allow God to minister to you from his word? Do you find time to spend with God on a daily ongoing basis so that he can minister to you from his word? You see, when you start doing that, you'll find out that your capacity also to correct your offsprings by words alone increases. So you don't need to engage um, 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 adverse measures to correct them because you are corrected by words. So you can also correct them by words. God desires to correct us by words. Perhaps all scripture, all scripture is for correction. It's for reproof. It's for instruction in righteousness. So if we bury ourselves in scripture, then we can be instructed in righteousness. Then we can be corrected. We can be washed by the washing of the water by the word of God. 
then we can be cleansed. We can be cleansed. Bible says, sanctify them by thy word, for thy word is truth. John chapter 17, verse 17. Sanctify them by thy word, for thy word is truth. It is the word of God that sanctifies us. It is not hardship that sanctifies us. It is not, it is not um, 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 the school of hard knocks that sanctify us. It is the word of God that sanctifies us. And you're going to allow the word of God to sanctify you. That's God's preferred method of correction. And tonight, every father out there, you've got to desire to sanctify your household by the word. Desire to sanctify the people that you are raising, spiritual fathers, by the word only. And when you begin to use God's word and use our words to sanctify, that's the model for discipline. And that's how God wants to, to, to correct us and fix us. So I'm going to stop there tonight. I want to pray for somebody who has been ministered to by the word of God tonight. And you're saying, I know that I'm broken. I know that I am broken. But pastor, pray with me today to receive the love of the father, the healing of the father. Ah, somebody, somebody is, is crying out to the father tonight. So open your mouth and say, father. I receive an outpouring of your love to heal me. I want an encounter. Huh? I want an encounter such that the, the encounter like Zacchaeus had that transformed him on the inside. I want that encounter, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I want that encounter this evening. I want that encounter tonight while I sleep to transform me on the inside, to correct me on the inside, to heal me on the inside so that I can manifest your love and I can pour out your goodness to the people that are in my world. I want you to help me. Well, someone out there has prayed that prayer. The Father has heard. I want to pray for you. Father, thank you for your word tonight. Thank you for your love tonight. Thank you for helping us. We are learning to receive your goodness. We are learning to work in your goodness. We are learning to, to allow your goodness to heal our badness. <laughs> to allow your goodness to heal where we are broken. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for pouring out your goodness in a measure we have never known before. To heal us where we ache. To heal us where we, where we hurt. To heal us where we carry scars and we've carried the scars for a long time. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for restoring us. Thank you for making us better fathers, better parents. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we reflect and, and uh, as we receive your love and reflect your love to the people around us, the world can begin to see the true nature of God through us as we manifest and reflect it to the people around us. Thank you for the, for the opportunity to share a word with your people tonight. Thank you for powerful stuff that you begin to do by your spirit in their hearts in the name of Jesus. I pray for somebody who is sick today. I pray for instant healing now in the name of Jesus that your power comes in into their circumstance, into their bodies, into their situation to heal it in the name of showcase and show forth your power in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I give you praise for answering us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, thank you for hanging with me tonight in the Word of God. If you need any kind of help, the numbers are on the screen. Plus 2781-421-0835. That's the number to reach us. If you want this message as an audio file, you, you may like to um, send a WhatsApp message there. Plus 27 And we'll be glad to send you the audio file. 
and to encourage you, to help you. If you need us to pray with you in any way, um, send us a message and we'll be happy to help you. All right, if you watched by Facebook, please like our page, um, um, share it with friends and family, with people around you. If you watch by YouTube, subscribe to our channel, click on the subscription button, and then also click on the notification bell so that you can receive um, uploads of new content as they come in onto that um, um, YouTube channel. Well, tonight, um, I'm glad that you have received the powerful ministry of the Spirit and the Word of God to you. I will be on again tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. as we investigate further and finish um, this particular thought. We will continue tomorrow. God bless you. Until then, pray and ask the Lord to show forth his love deep in your heart. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Good night. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.